Hey guys, thanks for listening. Today I'm joined by my friend Joey, and we talk about dating and his story of finding his spouse. We did record in his car, so the audio quality might not be ideal, so I'm sorry for that, but without further ado, please enjoy. Yo, 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 what's up, and welcome to Life After Newman. My name is Todd. Today I'm joined by my friend Joey. We are in Fayetteville, Arkansas, in Joey's car. In a parking lot. Yes. Surrounded by um, scantily dressed people. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> I have not been to college in many, many years, and the fashion has not uh, improved. No. I would say. It's weird. People back in our days, when you were talking about big shirts, they were wearing more clothes, I guess, like mm-hmm. more fabric. Right. And I guess it's and this, less cool to have and to be very clear this applies to male and female this is that's not true, that's like fair. i to be that's very fair. clear we yeah. still go to our parish here is on campus and mm-hmm. we see it all uh this is this is not gendered so it's uh fashion is uh ever evolving we'll say for the college uh age but yeah anyways excited to be here this is uh my first podcast appearance ever really ever so joey <laughs> joey and i went to school here at university of arkansas Way back when, mm-hmm. I was a freshman. Joey was a senior. Yeah, in the same fraternity. Mm-hmm. Does that feel like yesterday to you? Because sometimes when I come it, back on campus, it feels like yesterday. It, to it me. does in a lot of ways. Uh, although the more people at work that graduated from the U of A, who may work in my team or or for me or whatever, I'm all, I, I now have this like horrified vision of like oh no I, I am now the old guy it it's really yeah. terrifying so it feels further and further whereas i'd say my first five years it kind of felt like not that far away but now it's just like it, it's night and day yeah i cannot relate to to the kids as they say i mean like i i watch tiktoks on reddit but you okay. know that's about <laughs> as about as hip i think as i get we're, it's funny that's that experience is something that I think a lot of people fear, but it never happens like night and day, right? No. It's just like a slow like wait yes. a minute. People are wearing less clothes now, and <laughs> they're saying <clears throat> wait, words I don't understand anymore. Right? Oh no! Uh, actually, this this was this was the start of it. Cause yeah, it's not night. And, it's not an instant. You wake up one day. Uh, I'll never forget. I was at work, and we had a. She was an intern. Um, and I was in engineering at the time and she was, we work a lot in Excel. So she was writing a formula and then it came up with the error. Like if you ever, this is actually an Excel podcast, everyone welcome to the Excel okay, podcast. Yep, we changed um, the theme. <laughs> so, um, if you like, if the formula doesn't work, it'll say like pound NA, like it'll say like it didn't work or pound okay. value. Yeah. Like it'll, it'll give you an error. It won't be two plus two equals four. So she came up to me. She said, "Hey, um, I'm getting a hashtag value." Oh gosh! <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" I I did like I I wasn't like I genuinely didn't know what she was talking about. So I, I was like, "Hashtag, v- oh pound value." Okay, this is an error. So that was probably um, the worst day of my life. So, um, anyways, yeah, that's what it's like to be out of college. Dang. Yeah. You. Um got married you said your anniversary was this past december so you've been married for 
we've married like a, a year and a year. half. Yeah, almost a year and so. a half. Yep, December fifth, twenty twenty. Shout out COVID. How long? How long are you in uh, Kimberly? Kimberly. Okay. Kimberly. Kimberly. I don't know if people call her name. Kim no. or Kimberly. No, uh, first date, I said, do you go by Kim, Kimberly? She said, not Kim. It is Kimberly. Not Kim. Okay. Yeah. I'm just never going to freaking There's more to again. the story where she okay. was raised, Kim. Her, and still to this day, her best friends, her mother, her father, her sister, all call her Kim. But when she moved to Arkansas, and we, well, maybe we'll get into it later, but uh, she moved to Arkansas, she just changed her name to Kimberly. She didn't like, change her name to Steven, but... Change your name. So I uh, mm. just she's like new new uh new state, new me. So okay. she's like it's Kimberly, not Kim. I mean there's like uh, that's very biblical, right? I think of like Abraham and Abram or Sarah. That's exactly and Sarah. Why Is that what she's... she did it. <laughs> well it's like it's like there's a new uh I'm gonna be or maybe she just didn't like being called Kim and was like, Screw it. I, I don't know why. <laughs> okay, I, never mind. <laughs> I, I actually don't know why. That's a okay. great question. I I've never asked. Can you, I'm curious what the, um, what was your experience in like, once you graduated before you met Kimberly? Sure. Of like, kind of navigating the, um, the young adult sphere and even like the dating sphere. Like when you met Kimberly, you were like, okay, this is where I need to be serious. Where it was the whole thing up until that point. Like, I'm just going to kind of figure it out when it happens. And then Yeah. No, that's a good question. I think, um, for me, it, uh. You know, as a as a as a Catholic uh, male, it's always. I mean, in I'll, I'll say responsibly. You know, the your vocation should be at the forefront of your mind, right? It mm-hmm. should be. Sure. Am I called to the priesthood? Am I called to the married life? Am I called to the single life, or the brother, or or, or um, the monastic life, something mm-hmm. like that, right? So, um, you know, that should be at the forefront of your mind. I think, like in the Church in America in 2020, the um, you know, the standard is like, oh, you're not married yet. That definitely means you're going to be a priest, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's and mm-hmm. there's you can probably have a whole separate podcast about. You should have a whole separate podcast about vocation and that whole discernment in true discernment. I would say, yeah. Um, you know, there's because there was definitely times in my life where, um, you know, I was, I was pretty active in high school and youth ministry, and so oh, the parents would be, like, oh, you're going to make a great priest, and da 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 da. Um, but you know, I never, um, you know, I. I I, I never felt that true call to the priesthood, um, and maybe we can get to it later, but you know, I, I have kind of felt a call to the diaconate almost, which hmm, is interesting, cool. being married yeah. to Kimberly, and we've talked about that even, um, but, you know, because I, I do feel um, a- any vocation is a gift to the church, right? Sure. So um, there's a lot of ways you can serve, and even you know, having a child now is, is a way yeah. to serve the church in a way. So through, through our vocation of, of marriage, but you know, so I never, that's the, that's always the background, right? So like you're dating and you're single or whatever, and you're Catholic and you're a male, you're like, dang, you almost have those minds of like, dang, I must, it must mean I have to be a priest. Why am I still waiting around yeah. for this? But I just never felt this. Uh, there was never a reason other than like, I'm getting older that I felt a call to the priesthood, which I feel like is not a call to the, <laughs> the priesthood. It's like know? an excuse at that point, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it should, I mean, imagine if someone was like, oh crap, uh, I should probably be married. And mm. that would not be like a call to marriage. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. wouldn't be a call to vocation of marriage just because you feel like you have to, right? That's not authentic, nor do I think God would call us to, uh, in, I don't think he would call us in that way. Maybe that's presumptuous of me to claim the knowledge of God, but I, I don't I don't feel like if we're to live, you know, the way God in, intends us, that his will would include uh, just like a passivity towards uh, vocation. Anyways, yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that, was where I was at from 
I mean, even in college, towards late late college, um, mm-hmm. dated a little bit, not a ton. Um, a couple people towards the end of my college, very very like early after. Um, you know, and the one unique thing to the state of Arkansas, we actually decreased this past year. They released new statistics. Excuse me. Um, the state is five percent Catholic. Mm. Is that more five, than it was? Them? Well, you said it decreased. It decreased. It used oh, to be six percent. Oh dang! Yeah. Okay. So um, we have we have decreased now, um, but yeah. It's, so it's there's not a large Catholic presence here in mm-hmm. the whole state. With that in mind, you know the uh, and it's funny we used to talk about this in college or very early after college with my friends that were Catholic was like anytime you met someone that was Catholic you like found out you would like latch on to them and be like don't ever leave me like yeah. male female whatever like yeah. you'd be like oh you're special like there's not many of you stay here. Like yeah. we, we, we are, we're bonded in some way, culturally, religiously, whatever, like we're bonded, stay here. Yeah. Don't leave. Um, and so, you know, like as a, as a fairly devout Catholic, I always, I, I, I wanted to be married in the church and I, you know, I thought and still do believe it's the, you know, the Catholic church is the best way we can, we can know Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's the closest we can ever get to him on this earth through his church. And so, you know, I, I, figure for the <clears throat> picture of my family and where I was called was that I would marry someone who was Catholic. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had dated many, well, not many, a few people, um, that were not Catholic. Right. Cause you know, it definitely, one, I do very much believe in dating with intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the like hashtag intentional way, but like, you know, dating for fun just was never really, um, that was never really something I wanted to do. Because, you know, I believe dating has a purpose and that yeah. purpose is marriage, right? And so mm-hmm. if you're not really considering that as a serious topic, why date at all? Yeah. Unless you're, well, it, it would be using somebody else for just pleasure, which is its own problem, sure. its own deal. Um, anyways, Men, Women, and the Mystery of Love by Dr. Edward Shree. Great book. Highly recommend. Talks a lot about that. Yeah. Utilitarianism. Anyways, um, yeah, dating was was always. I'll say it was always on my mind. It wasn't. Uh, it was always on my mind, right? Like you, you just you walk around town. You're young, and it, it's a college town, right? So there's a lot of people still in college, but there's also a lot of post grads that will stay here because we have a lot of Fortune 500 companies here, particularly Walmart. So it's really not strange to have a lot of young professionals here, and really, the young professional community is thriving in Northwest Arkansas, in particular, because there's so much business. There's even a lot of a lot of startups now. Um, that'll be based here there's there's there the city is paying people to move to this northwest arkansas to start businesses so um you know there's a lot of young people here and so you know the pool was very large but i think for me i would in a you know in a good way i would almost restrict myself to be like it was almost like an automatic qualifier even for a first day was like yeah you got to be catholic on the first cut which i i Mm. i I didn't i would say i let go of that but it um it was if it wasn't brought up on the first date, it probably got brought up on the second date. Yeah. Um, if if the the woman happened not to be Catholic, and you know it it led to, yeah, I wouldn't say it was in any serious relationships before I met my wife. Really, um, it it just led to some awkward conversations at times. Because yeah. um, again, like, <laughs> it, I may have been the first Catholic person somebody has ever met in their life in college. Even yeah. there were people that I met, or you know, you were in, you were in our fraternity, yeah. you know, that might've been, that might've happened to you with someone mm-hmm. that you met and they were like, wait, you believe what? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'll never forget. That's really, you, you're eating Jesus. No, what? I mean, dude, <laughs> yeah. we didn't even get there. Like yeah. for, forget that. Uh, you worship I mean, Mary. I remember this is still funny. Uh, so we used to have cell group, right? Small group, right? Mm-hmm. So think of it like a small group. And, um, <laughs> 
we were talking oh we're not going to talk about it it got a little graphic but anyways we we're talking about sexual sin okay we'll leave yeah. it at that um with with one's self we'll say um <laughs> and <clears throat> and then I, I was i was relating that to it's like oh yeah it's kind of like you know contraception is you know the moral problem and Ooh. and then this one guy was like he's like wait what and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, like, I don't believe like contraception is, um, is, is a good thing to do. I actually think it's, it's evil. I think it's sin. And, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, what, what are you talking about? And he wasn't like mad. Yeah. He, or he wasn't disagreeing. He's like, he literally goes, he goes, he's like, sorry. I like, I, I'm, I'm like stunned. Like I've never heard anyone say that sentence ever in my life Yeah. because he's never met anyone that's Catholic. And so yeah. like, and that was, that's, that was that's what it's like here. So, like, if you yeah. don't live in a state like that, I mean, Oklahoma might be similar, maybe, but, like, I mean, on a college campus especially, <clears throat> you know, to say, like, oh, yeah, contraception, I think it's wrong. That's not a very uh, common sentence, we'll say. Yeah. Um, and so that was um, – that's just the culture here. And so um, that could make dating pretty challenging. Yeah. Um, not that we talk about contraception on our first dates necessarily, <laughs> but – um, just a lot goes into the faith um, as somewhat of, uh, I'll say like base beliefs, right? Yeah. Yes, we both believe Jesus is our Savior, which is, you know, yes, Jesus is our King, our Lord, our God, and um, that is why we do what we do. But, um, you know, for a, if you think about a family, you know, there's a lot of big rocks you have to see eye to eye on, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when you talk about sexual ethics and morality, those are like a lot of like values. Those are a lot of things you have to align on. Yeah. And if you can't, then you should not, it, it probably won't be a successful marriage if there's yeah. like, like big rock things that you can't agree on. Yeah. Um, so anyways, the long about way of, of saying I, you know, it was kind of always on my mind, mm-hmm. right? Like I did feel called to be married, but I was just, I was dating only when it, when I thought it made sense, like, oh, she's cute, and I think she's a really good person, from what mm-hmm. I understand, really sweet, um, you know, loves loves God and loves Jesus, and um, but there's not a ton of Catholic women, so I almost had to like, I'm not gonna say give up, but I had to like kind of put my own, what I what I came to, wh- where I would tell myself is, you know, like why would I limit um, God's potential through a relationship? So, yeah, um, hmm. never to. I mean, hopefully never to like pride myself, never to seek after something that was you know, self-fulfilling. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, if it was like a mutually beneficial, like, hey, like this could be interesting, like let we maybe this could be something. Why would I limit God's call potentially? Right. And and I think that's part of you know, the beauty of life is you um, unless it's like something morally wrong that you're doing. But like to, to try things, that's part of being human. So yeah. um, I think it. Um, you know, I wouldn't trade any of my previous, um, you know, dating experiences at all. Yeah. Um, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I wouldn't trade it for the world because yeah. now I have an incredible wife. So, is there? I was curious if the the longer that you were going without like meeting someone that you felt like was going to be a serious relationship that would develop into marriage, mm-hmm. was your was your hope changing at all? You know, I guess what I'm asking is at, like the the more and more like time that there was when you like weren't married, I guess, did your hope grow in that like because your faith was growing too? Or was your hope kind of like, oh man, I'm like getting older uh, and I'm still not married and like maybe there's even a bit of like, oh my friends are married. If I was being honest, I would not say that there I, I was very hopeful 
hmm. in at the time that I met my wife. Wow. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like it, I reached a point of hopelessness, hmm. you know, like because I, I think we all at times do ourselves a mass dis, disfavor in like, you know, let's 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 be honest here. The call to the vocation of marriage is not the height of human living, right? The call to the priesthood is not the height of human living. The call to the single life is not the height of human living. Like yeah. if you are living how God created you to be, that is the height of human living. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I think we, we, you, you'll hear people say like, Oh, if only they had a good girl, if only they had a good guy. And it's like, is that how we determine our happiness? Yeah, is that yeah, what yeah. determines our joy? Mm-hmm. No. Like who, do I put my faith in other people? No. Like I should, I mean, I'm guilty of this a million times over. I'm, I'm talking to myself as much as anybody. Um, it's like, am I putting my my faith, my hope in others, or am I putting my faith and hope in Christ? Right. So, yeah. um, you know, I, that's where I was. Is I was mm-hmm. like determining my happiness on, like Kimberly. Well, um, you know, it'll just be like, were you like, what were you like before? Like, were you were you happy, or is your life better now? I'm like, you don't even understand. Mm. <laughs> you know, like if I think back to my life, like, look, I had, I had a, a great life, but like, it, I wasn't really living for anything. Hmm. Like I, because like we're married now, like since I met you, like I'm not gonna say I now have purpose, but like it's a bit dramatic, but I'm, I'm able to fulfill, you know, we are able to fulfill our purpose in life. I feel like yeah. through our marriage. So, um, I mean, fun, had a lot of fun, you know, before I was married, have a lot of fun now still, but just like, I don't know. It's just different being yeah. married. It's just a different level of joy compared to, you know, the joys of life up until then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would not say I was like super enthused about every, uh, about like, Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to get married at X year. I had no clue. Yeah. Literally had no clue. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, no, that was not uh, super exciting times. So you and Kimberly got married about a year and a half ago. How long were you guys dating before that? Uh, Actually, I should know this. Our first date was March eighth, March eighth of twenty of twenty nineteen. Okay. And so then uh, we got engaged February 29th, twenty twenty, on the leap day. Very fun. Only have to celebrate every four years. Oh, nice. That yep. saved some money. It was intentional. Um, <laughs> and then the world shut down the day after. So oh, like dang. we yeah. got to have an engagement party, which was pretty great. And then before the COVID down. broke out, but okay. then everyone's flying back, and they're like, "People are wearing masks. Should I be scared?" And Everyone's like, I don't really know. And then the NBA is like, hey, we're done. And then yep. Rudy yeah. Gobert rubbed his hands over all those mics. Do you remember that? that so iconic, funny. really. I mean, yeah. not good. Not good, <laughs> but iconic in a way. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, iconic. Yeah, we dated uh, probably, a f- I'll say almost a full year, basically a full year before we got engaged. And okay. then um, obviously got married about eight months after we got engaged, six, seven months after we got engaged. So okay. call it a year and a half of dating plus engagement. We can get into that story, I guess. Yeah, go um, for it. <clears throat> So, I was, I was at the airport actually, and I was going on a work trip, and a friend of mine texted me, and he said, "Hey, um, do you know this girl? And do you think she's pretty?" And I said, hmm. <laughs> you know, "We have Facebook." So I looked her up, and yeah. I said, "Well, no, I don't know her, but yes, I do. You know, yeah. uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Her, I don't know, but, her, but, yes, but I, I think, think she's pretty, pretty right? <laughs> yeah." Um, <laughs> And he's like, well, you know, my wife thinks she's great. She's Catholic and da, 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 da. And I'm like, dude, at first I was upset because I, <laughs> I've known this guy like five, six, seven years at this point. And I'm like, bro, we live together and you never once had a, you know, a, like a setup for me. Mm-hmm. And I had just been on like three or four dates with this other girl and it was like going pretty well. So I'm like of all times now, 
hmm. you're gonna like bring to me you know this this the opportunity and like out of respect for this other girl i can't pursue this because i'm pursuing her right yeah. i'm pursuing our relationship there um and so then i was like uh, you know i just kind of let it go like i was like i mean yeah but i you know i, I want to respect this other girl um we ended up not you know making it after like another two weeks from there you know it wasn't okay. very serious it was maybe like two months a month of, of dating right yeah. so nothing nothing very serious um but then um anyway so i had this in my mind but i was at a uh, puritan it's like a coffee and bar um here in town and i was there with my boss at the time and then i saw kimberly walk in and she oh, was there to meet another friend okay and i was just like taken aback and i'm like you had never met her before i never met her ever in my life you just knew what she looked like i knew what she looked like <laughs> from facebook right yep um probably I, a more common occurrence and, than and people would like I, to admit. I, I i i tell her this all the time she has, just has a very she has a very unique features um just like her beauty is it's just she doesn't look like every other girl if that makes sense yeah. Um, and so like I instantly knew it was her. Um, gotcha. and so I like immediately whip out my phone and text. I'm like, yo, like, give me her number. Like, let's do this. Like, I'm all in, like, come on. Um, and then I got her number, obviously did not go talk to her. Cause like, why, why would I do a normal thing like that and go and introduce <laughs> myself? You know, um, I did, I did the dorky <laughs> thing and I just got her phone number and left that place like from my friend, yeah, not yeah. from her. So you were in the same Absolutely. like room, yes. but you got her phone number, not from her Correct. and then left. Correct. <laughs> and then what makes it even worse, and this is the most shameful thing probably of our entire relationship. And it's, it's problematic one for her, but mainly even for me, um, you know, I, I'm a man of, I'm a man of respect you know i'm sure. a man of honor yeah i you call a girl for yeah. the first date that's what you do that's yeah. what men do okay oh no none of this texting <laughs> oh, blah, blah 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 <laughs> yeah you know? no um i texted her for the first day oh which i've never ever done why ever i don't know i don't remember why were you nervous i don't i i, I don't know todd like i i don't know why there might have been a reason but i i'm not even kidding when i say i literally had never done that before until her wow. uh and that, I found out later she was like actually super thankful because oh. she was like violently sick that day. I was like throwing up. Oh, so geez, okay. she like wouldn't have picked up the phone or she would have been like, hello. We could attribute you know? that one to the Holy Spirit then I, just I'm making serious. it the timing. Work I know. Well. And the other really cool thing, uh, I, I, I never delete my text except I'll delete like pictures to save like storage on my phone. Yeah. Like I have texts from like 2015, like with my friends. So oh my obviously our first text would have been 2019. So uh -huh. I, I, I am able, I've thought about this for maybe like a five or 10 year gift, but whatever. I can like go back. We've actually done this as like a cute thing. Like you yeah. go back and look at our first text. So uh -huh. that's, that's pretty fun. Including my first like, Hey, this is uh Joey. And da, da, da. That's a great yeah. idea. I know. Yeah. It's actually pretty cute. So um, <laughs> three years ago now, goodness gracious. But yeah. So the rest is, uh, the rest is history. There's wow. a lot, there's a lot in and out of there. Um, the greatest irony of that all was she actually wasn't going to a Catholic church at that time. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I remember you saying that she wasn't like super like practicing. At yeah. That point. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, it, and honestly, <clears throat> you know, I have so much respect for her and she's helped my faith so mm -hmm. much in mm -hmm. a lot of really beautiful ways. She's much more compassionate <laughs> than I am. Um, I'm very much in your face and she's much more empathetic. She's talking mm -hmm. a lot about empathy and, um, and I think there's absolutely a place for that in, you know, the church and, um, yeah. love and respect and dignity of all people. And, um, yeah, I, I just have a ton of respect. So like in an, almost an ironic way, like I was like, Oh, it has to be Catholic. Like she was, but 
she wasn't yeah. practicing at that exact time. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. again, going back I to this, see. like, why limit God to, you know, this, like, picture-perfect thing I have in my mind? Because it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. at, uh, at times. But, you know, through what I genuinely believe, and this, I think it's true of all, you know, marriage, as, as God wills, is I, I, I tell her this, like, I believe before the beginning of time, but for before we existed, before we even thought of God, and if, if God's will is what it is, our, we were created to be married. Like, that was part of our plan. That was mm. part of God's plan for us, right? Mm. Um, before the world came into existence, God was like, yeah, Joey and Kimberly are going to be married. Mm. And I think that's it's just incredible that he found her. The love of, of marriage is is that, that mini version of God's love for us, God's love for the church, right? Like, it's just that beautiful representation, that foreshadowing of what we're going to get in heaven, right? Yeah. I think JP2 said it's like the... Like that's actually he's talking about intercourse, but he's like that's the closest experience we can get to heaven, um, mm. you know, on earth. Yeah. Is he's like that's why it's designed that way, mm-hmm. uh, and the theology of the body and, and stuff. So like it's just it's it's an incredible gift of the church and a gift of us to the church um, yeah. in our marriage. Um, and uh, if if I can, I didn't know where to like fit this in, but yeah, uh, the I'll plug if you're thinking about entering the sacrament of marriage, I would recommend it. It's pretty great. The cool, unique thing about the sacrament of marriage, I never realized somebody put it to me this way. Um, and I was thinking about it in the shower this morning, so you had to prep ahead of time. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so in most sacraments, right, the priest enacts um, the sacrament. So uh-huh. even in confession, yes, I confess, but the priest gives absolution, right? Um, Eucharist, obviously, transubstantiation, that is um, you know, invoked through... You know the priest, right? And the laying of the hands, all the way from the apostles. So, like again, the sacrament is enacted by um, you know, the priest in that sense. At almost every sacrament. I was trying to think through all of them. I think that is the case, except except for marriage. And uh, mm-hmm. someone was explaining this to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? So actually, um, we can't be married unless we say the words. Um, it's almost like without, we don't have to get into the whole debate, but like the, remember the whole scandal of, uh, the, we baptize you in the name of the Father, like the, the words are very important in the Catholic mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, we cannot be married unless we enact those words. So like in a way, yes, the priest like enacts the sacrament, but we as the, the bride and the groom actually enact the sacrament through our words, which is super cool. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that. I don't give myself absolution, right? Mm-hmm. I ask for absolution, but in the sacrament of marriage, uh, we, along with the priest, enact the sacrament, which is super cool to think wow. about. Um, so, like a great, like it's we have a participation in the sacrament, yeah. unlike a lot of the other sacraments which we do participate in. But this one, we get to enact it, which yeah. is super cool. Um, anyway, so that's just a little. I didn't know where to put that in, but somebody yeah, awesome. ta- someone told me that, and it like kind of blew my mind. So yeah, I thought that was super cool. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Joey. Do you have any last thoughts or piece of advice to give to the listeners out there? <sighs> You know, uh, give him some good stuff. If you, if you were listening to this and you're married, you probably knew all this stuff and feel this way about, hopefully feel this way about your spouse. So I don't know. Um, a ton of five to offer. Um, I do think the, the never go to bed angry thing is, uh, is pretty good. That's, advice. that's good advice. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I still think that's pretty good advice. I was actually, <clears throat> yeah, it's good advice. Okay. <laughs> um, what about to the people out there who are still trying to get into the yeah the marriage? Um, I will say, boat. if you're struggling, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would I would urge you, I would urge you to remember where your hope lies. Mm. 
your hope is not in being married, right? Your hope is not, should not be in your work. Your hope should not be in your, in your salary. Your hope should not be in your friends. Your hope should be in Jesus Christ. Um, and I don't say that tongue in cheek. You think about where does my joy derive from? It's, it's from God. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, how that manifests can be challenging at times, can be different for a lot of different people. Um, but if we, if we really and truly, if we really and truly believe God has our back and God wants the best things in our life, um, and we follow, you know, what we believe is his will in our life, then whether I'm married or not, or a priest or a nun or, or single, yeah. then I'm going to have the best life that I can possibly have. Yeah. Um, so I, I would encourage you, if you are a person who commonly is told, if only you had a good girl or if only you had a good guy, or you constantly say that about others, I don't like that sentence. Um, because it, it puts your joy in something that is not where your joy should be. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's true of a lot of people. I, I very quickly knew when my wife would be my wife. It was July of the same year that we met. Um, mm -hmm. We didn't get engaged till like, you know, nine months after that. But after we went to a wedding together, I was like, yeah, that, like that when you know, you know. Mm -hmm. It absolutely was true. And I was not expecting, that year, was not expecting to meet my wife, you know, for the next, yeah. uh, the rest of our life, right? Um, so I say that not to give you, or I don't, I, I say that not that they're like, there's hope out there, but say like to give you hope, like mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're 21, uh, if you're 35, um, you know, remember what pursue God, um, put your hope in him. You're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, it's easier said than done. I get it. Been there, but, um, there's hope for you yet. I will say, I think of Romans five, hope does not disappoint. Mm. It's a hard thing to swallow, but like, sure. Yeah, and it's just where where are you putting your hope? Mm -hmm. You're gonna be let down every time if you're putting it in finding your husband. Like, it, I was not looking, and it it found me. Yeah, you know, so like, and I I, I think I feel like that's true for a lot of a lot of different people. So yeah, um, yeah, and also like, don't use dating apps. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, that's funny. Maybe not Tinder. The other ones are yeah. Probably, the other ones are, the other ones are probably yeah. fine. Yeah. Although I I do know I do know two couples now that have been married on Tinder. So yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hear oh, a lot yeah. of friends. Um, Hinge has been really successful. Uh, my, my, uh, what, I don't know if she cared. My sister met her husband on on Hinge. Okay. Wonderful really? marriage. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. So like I'm I'm I, I like uh, I, I like the ones that are like pretty serious. You know, okay. like I j I usually critique men for using them because mm -hmm. like men use it as a game. You know, I trust women use it for the right reasons, but like yeah. I know men just sit on the toilet and go, you know. Yeah. Uh, you can't see. I'm moving my thumb. Like I wasn't making. That was not toilet noises. <laughs> I, I didn't I even think Sorry. about that. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm like, sitting down at work and they're using their thumbs like a video game. Left, right, left, right, left, right. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you know, women use it for the best intentions. Men get off those hats. You're fine. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Well, Anyways, thanks, Joey. That's uh, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for having um, me on. Thanks, guys, for listening. Every heartbeat is a reminder that God is not done with you yet. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.